Do you struggle with time management? At the end of the day, are you wondering where the heck did all my time go? I think we all go there a little bit sometimes, right? Or maybe you always feel like your to-do list is so long and you're not ever checking anything off. Or you just completely feel overwhelmed because all these tiny little tasks follow you day in, day out, and it's just maddening, right? Today's episode is all about productivity hacks and how they can create freedom. I'm so excited to dive into this with you. So because the show is called Productivity Hacks, let's not waste any time. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls. Let's dive in. Okay, Bus Bunch Babes, let's get right into today's show. Since it's called Productivity Hacks That Create Freedom, why waste any time here, right? So I'm going to dive into my favorite hacks, even though I honestly can't stand the word hack, like for real. I don't really think there are hacks to anything, so I'm going to come up with a better title though. So Productivity Hacks That Create Freedom and How to really use them to your advantage and how to kind of get out of that overwhelm that we get stuck into when our to-do list is a mile long or we're working on tasks that just aren't getting completed. And like I'm raising my hand up over here because the overwhelm can be paralyzing when you get there. So I'm really hoping this show gives you some good tips and tricks on how to help your days flow better and how to really find space in your days so you can actually maybe like sit with your cup of coffee for a couple minutes or have a breather at the end of the day or whatever that looks like for you. So let's dive right into this. Okay, so my first productivity hack that I absolutely love that really creates freedom in my life is number one, how you start your day. So first one is getting in the right headspace first. This is crucial. So this might feel a little bit woo-woo, which we talk about quite a bit on here, but this one, I don't think you can kind of work around this at all. So yeah, easier said than done, right? This is an ongoing struggle for me, but it's one that's crucial for the success of my days. When I became a mom, I realized time was going to be a struggle, an uphill battle. And I've always really been like super pumped about creating, you know, freedom in my days and creating structure to do that. But once I became a mom, I realized my time was less than I ever could have imagined. So really starting my day off in a particular way is very important. So whether it be for you a slow morning, meditating, you know, your morning workout routine, journaling, grabbing a cup of coffee at your favorite coffee shop, whatever it looks like you, doing something that fills you up first thing in the morning and getting your body and mind in a calm space. This is going to start your day off on the right track and directly affect your productivity. I remember sitting in a history class in high school at like 7.30 in the morning. Let's go back a little bit here. And after nearly an hour of a long bus ride to get there, sitting there, forced to watch a movie on history, like so tired, teenager, unfocused, literally, I remember nothing from those days at all. 
And the reason I'm bringing this up is because the expectations we expect of ourselves and of others to accomplish at any given moment of the day are just absurd. I'm just going to call it out. You can't be that productive at every given moment of the day if you're not in the right headspace. Now, if we go back and take that same teenager, same example, well-rested, hydrated, and like that was allowed to fill themselves up in the morning and then jump into history class that was engaging, interactive, like imagine what that would have done. So when you think about that and you think of how we were programmed, right, that we're supposed to just like jump into anything from a younger age, it's just not true. Perhaps like right now I'd be a history buff instead of marketing and branding nerd, right? Who knows? So the same goes for adulthood. And if you're a parent, you know mornings can be a freaking mess. One thing can throw the whole thing off, like your whole morning can just feel like it's spiraling out of control, right? And so many of us are trying to navigate getting ourselves ready, getting the kids out the door with too little time that we've carved out for this anyways because it just doesn't exist. And one little curveball sends everything crashing down. Okay, well, maybe not literally crashing down, but you get what I'm saying, right? So within all of this, we still need to find some space, whether it be five minutes of quiet, first thing in the morning, or grabbing a cup of coffee after you drop your kids off and sitting in your car and just savoring a few sips before you dive into that project in your office, or writing down your gratitudes for the day, or just shutting the door to your office if you're working from home and giving yourself five minutes of quiet, like, hello, work from home mamas, like, I see you. Whatever it looks like for you and the season of life, do it and then grow from it. So this has also been a huge learning experience for me when you read a lot of self-help books or you see a lot of these memes out there, what people are preaching on social or like uh, in the media in general is like we're supposed to have all these oodles and oodles of time to take care of ourselves. And the reality is that doesn't exist for every person. So whatever season of life that you are in, honor that and still actively work on growing that space for you whether it be, you know, just a few seconds every day or whatever that looks like for you because these seasons of our life do absolutely play into this. For me right now, this looks really simple. It doesn't look glamorous. Uh, Basically, Kaya hangs out with dad for a few minutes before I get up for the day. And I lay in bed and I do just like a couple minutes of meditating and I lay in the quiet and I take some breaths and I pet our dogs and I just try to get in that calm, quiet space before I actually get up. And again, this is something I'm actively working at. And this year, uh, when I get into a state of overwhelm and start feeling out of alignment, I'm basically making a promise of myself to myself to force myself into a break to get me back there. So my word for the year, which we talked about this on our goal setting and mindset episode is definitely grounding. And at least it's one of the words. And so really grounding myself this year and starting that first thing in the morning. So you find what works for you. And remember, it doesn't have to be a big fancy thing. It doesn't have to look pretty. It doesn't have to be like the most gorgeous notebook if you're going to start journaling. Like whatever that is for you, just do it. Okay, second productivity hack for you is add a buffer to your day. Now, I am like both hands up, jumping up and down, like so, so, so guilty of this one. And this is something I am working really, really hard on. But navigating mom life, attempting to carve out time for me, small business, everything else is, it's overwhelming. And I know so many of you are in this as well. And when the time just actually doesn't exist, like I'm totally guilty over here, A buffer anywhere can feel impossible. 
And like I said, this has been such a huge thing for me to learn that I absolutely have to do. Like, do I take a shower today or do I finish this week's email, right? That kind of thing. The struggle is real. I'm so guilty of taking my time blocks and just pumping them full like to the max and like working as quickly as I can within that. And I'm going to get to time blocks in a second. And the reality is it like can totally stress me out to the max. And I, I am guessing that that can happen for you as well. So Having these buffers of time into your time blocks, that essentially like space where nothing is getting done, can really help you be even more productive. I am so much quicker and efficient at completing tasks than I ever was before because I've taught myself how to complete them with a very little amount of time, like a tiny amount of time. And so basically it's like, Christy, either you are going to get this social media edited in the next 40 minutes while your baby naps, or you're going to be seen up tonight when all you want to do is be sleeping, like hello mom life, like those early days, right? To complete it. Like that's exactly where I was at. Now, did this always work for me? Absolutely not. And for me, when I created tasks, they got shifted into the evening hours, especially in the first year of Kaya's life. (laughs) Yeah, they would take me five times as long. So I'm not even kidding, like five times as long. And what I, I was realizing back then is I had to go back the next day and revisit this work anyways. I would have to make edits. I would have to like see it from sort of rested eyes and get in my creative space to be able to make sure it was actually executed correctly and at the level that I wanted it to be. So now when I carve out my weeks, I add a buffer to projects. And this honestly, I've said this like five times already, is so hard for me because it feels like wasted time in that space. But let me tell you that breathing room is has made such a big change in my home life and my personal life. And it's really helped relieve the stress of completing things by time. And if you're like me, many times when you're, if you're waiting for someone else to complete a task so you can complete your task, this, that's really hard. And this created just a little bit of space for that curveball as well. And if you're juggling to take care of kids, and I mean, honestly, what the last two years has done to us as parents navigating a a health pandemic, you know, being a present mom, running a small business, like we need space in our days, right? This is something that we absolutely need. And again, my big focus for 2022. Okay, I'm going to take a sip of my coffee quick here and dive into the next one, which is time blocking and batch working, which... Goodness gracious, this is my jam, and I am just thrilled to chat about this. Okay, so creating blocks in your schedule, time blocks, are crucial. And if you don't know where to begin with this, I see you, and I know that piece of it actually can be just as overwhelming as like not having them. So this is where the buffer really plays that important role in making things effective. So Let's kind of dive into this a little bit deeper. If you have a large task, I recommend creating segments within the project and then time blocking. So if you're wondering what's time blocking, it's literally what it is, Um, like how it sounds. It's just taking like Monday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., this is the project I'm working on, you know, that sort of thing. Or Friday from 3 to, to 5, this is what I'm working on that sort of thing. So if you have a large task, I recommend creating segments within the task or project and then time blocking those out. This can make the project itself feel much less overwhelming. 
For instance, let's go with something easy like social media content strategy for the month. Okay, maybe that's not easy for you. Maybe you're hiring this out. But if you're working on this yourself, this is a really good example. So if this just feels paralyzing, like where do I begin? I'm new to this strategy stuff. I'm new to this content managing. It feels like this big beast I need to tackle. Okay, let's break this down. So if it feels paralyzing, start with breaking it down into segments and then time blocking those segments out. So you're kind of like breaking it down even further. So first thing you do is a brainstorm session, then grouping of ideas within your brand strategy, then come up with the caption writing, then the copy editing, then the hashtag research, and so on. So you can actually break these up into little pieces and then they feel like attainable tasks. It can help make it feel just less overwhelming and really just more attainable when you're getting started. I also love this strategy because it allows you to easily hand over tasks to one of those segments to someone else. Like, hello, when you get to that point where you can hand stuff over, it's amazing. So when it's applicable, you can hand those tasks over and you know exactly what you're handing over. You're not just like, I need help with my social media content strategy. Oh my God, where do I begin? Like, help, help, help. And your assistant's like, huh? or you're, you know, that kind of thing. Or you can be like, okay, Ryan, you take over the hashtag strategy for the month. Beth, you do the caption writing. Like I'm going to do the copy editing. So like you're all working within a time block, but like within these little segments, which is super, super efficient. For example, on our team, I will do the brainstorm session with Beth and sometimes bring in our web guy, Ian, or sometimes do that alone too. And then I will create the topics. Beth will write the captions. I will copy edit it. And then I'll either do hashtag, hashtag research or hand it over to someone else. So you can kind of see here, this is where structure plays a key role in getting a large task completed and that time blocking gets really efficient. By doing this, you will also get a really good idea at figuring out how much time you are actually spending on projects and you can even break it down into how much energy is being spent within the segments of a particular project. So when you talk about time as money and being efficient and like what's really important for you and using the highest and best use of your time, this is where you can really figure it out and this is where you can figure out where your time is getting wasted. It allows for easier time managing, budgeting, and team growth. So I just, this is why I love this hack so, so, so much. Okay, so now that we've talked about time blocking, let's jump into part two of this one, which is batch working. And when you're able to carve out chunks of time and segment out work, it also allows you to batch work. And batch working is literally what I live for. Okay, (laughs) maybe not what I live for, but it's like totally my jam. And I swear by this. If you are not doing this, like goodness gracious, like let's chat because this is life-changing. So for example, You need to send comps via email to your past clients, and this is something that needs to happen like in a timely manner. We're working on this ourselves here on the team. Like, hello, spring market right around the corner. Like, this kind of stuff needs to get out, right? So by batch working and creating all the comps first, and then creating all the emails next, and then creating the follow-up email, and so on and so on, you're able to stay on task completed and not get distracted by jumping into something else. I'm going to guess once you are in the mode of creating comps, I'm sure it's super fun, (laughs) moving to the next comp instead of taking the one you just completed, attaching it to an email, then typing the email, then sending the email and adding it, like marking it on your calendar that you did it, when you should follow up, shooting them a text that you sent it. Um, This is all taking a significant amount of time. Then sticking to like a program where you're creating all the comps then going and creating all the prep emails, which like hopefully you're using a template for this and doing only minor tweaks to each email when you're back twerking. And then sending a text message again from a template that's adjusted slightly for each client before you hit send. Like, am I right? This is like where 
you're really going to save so much time. Batch working is a game changer. It's a game changer in business and in your home life and allows you to stay focused and in the highest productivity, which reduces wasted time that simply doesn't need to happen. Time is money, right? Time is our life, right? Time is space. Time is freedom. All of those things, having them in abundance feels really good, right? I also want a quick chat about something here. Uh, You may have also heard that to start with high priority tasks and you know, push those to the top of the list. And while yes, I do agree with this for many times, like projects have really timely deadlines and need to be completed first. And we do this all the time too. But this is something I want to dive into a little bit more on how you can strategize this. And this directly ties into the next productivity hack that I think is the most important one on this list. Like, hear me out. Okay, you ready for this one? Complete the tasks that don't feel as important first. Okay, hear me out here. We have been taught that by completing the big or high priority tasks on the list, we are truly achieving, right? We're getting stuff done. However, the small mundane tasks or low priority tasks are the ones that negatively affect our productivity. And when we carry them with us day in and day out, they are essentially like carrying a weight on our shoulders. So, I recommend starting out with completing the low-priority tasks whenever possible to release the mental space and allow easier flow into your days. Now, if you're like Christy, seriously, that would take me a week in itself or even longer, however your list is. Okay, first let me say, I get it. I trust me. I totally get it. If you're able, schedule And I'm getting shit done day in your week when planning it out and take all these tasks that you need to tackle and put them on that day or in that time block. Yeah, the I'm getting shit done day, okay? Or if your list is currently just too long, take low priority tasks and prioritize them and tackle a portion of them each day in your daily time block that you've blocked out for them before you jump into those high priority tasks. I am telling you, the sooner you check these off, the better and lighter you will feel. I promise you. It will also allow more space for curveballs in your day, which you know are common, right? Like they're always out there. By allowing these low priority tasks to follow us day in and day out for weeks on end, we don't give our minds a break. Our minds will naturally focus on tasks that aren't completed, which directly affects our productivity of the task we deem as most important. It's like totally counterproductive. I believe this is the single most important change you can make to feel ease and flow and productivity in your days and quite simply, the easiest one to put off. The feeling you will get when the little stuff is done and checked complete is totally worth it. I promise you. Okay, jumping into the next one, close tabs, right? All those tabs that are open. And I know you've heard this one probably a gazillion times before, but but here's the thing. You would be so surprised by how much time you're, is wasted by keeping tabs open. I am guilty of this myself. They're so freaking distracting. You don't need to be looking at the latest dinner trend on TikTok or the deal of the day at Target when you need to have your head in the game completing your social media content, right? Awesome distraction to not get it done. Or that email that comes in is completely not urgent, but you feel the need to respond immediately. These are distractions that come at a really high price and affect your productivity. So the next time that you sit down, once you get those time blocks all worked out and those segments within those time blocks, if you're going to go that route and you've added some buffer, like once you're actually in that time frame, 
close all your tabs. You can block out time to check your email and you can block out time to do other tasks or time to just screw around. Like feel free to add that into your day. And I'm not saying if like something really big is going on, like you're not going to be available or you know, you're working on a deal that's like shitting the bed and you just need to make it happen. Like I get that. But then perhaps move that time block to a different place so you can be productive within it. Okay, best friend faves, I'm going to end this with one that is really, really, I want you to kind of sit and think with this one a little bit and see if this one really applies to you and the effects that this is having on you. And this one is really all mindset based. So releasing expectations of others you can't control. This is applies to just about every area of our lives. But when it comes to productivity, I really want to dive into this and how it can affect you and what you can do to really release it or try to. So I'm going to end with this one, like, again, because it's so, so, so hard. And it's really hard for me too. And I know many of you are struggling with it and it doesn't have like a true answer other than to just simply let go, which is really hard to sit with. If you're in any role where many times the completion of your work is directly dependent upon the completion of someone else's work or you thrive in structure in your work setting, this one can be extremely challenging and an ongoing struggle to your productivity. Like here I am in my creative zone. I've got my time block. I'm ready to go. I'm feeling good, but I don't have the goods I need to complete it. It is freaking hard. Like, if you're feeling this, like I'm feeling you. And when deadlines are part of this, it's even harder. The most successful ways I have learned to navigate around this are to set timely but realistic goals for projects, assign the projects appropriately, check in and, you know, or remind if the timeline is approaching and you haven't heard a status update, and then let go release it. Yes, I said let go. I'm laughing because this is so, so hard. And for me, if something is late or we miss a target or a deadline or we're scrambling to play catch up, I feel a sense of failure and overwhelm. And being in that space isn't good for my productivity, my mental health, or my mindset, or my home life. So working with a team, I have learned that I can do my part. I can show up. I can collaborate. I can take feedback. I can ask if goals are doable. I can be an active participant in the process. I can have grace for other human beings. And if the deadline isn't met at that point, I need to let go. I need to believe that I didn't actually fail the project, that I didn't miss a deadline myself, that the deadline that was placed on myself was actually met, and that if the outcome isn't what I had imagined it would be, that's okay. I have also learned to set boundaries within this. For example, if items are late or something is missed, I don't have to take it on as my responsibility that they are finalized by the deadline if it no longer fits into my schedule and if it will impact my home life. So this is also something that is so hard. And if you are like running a small business, working from home, um, you know, trying to take care of kids, or even if you're not, like this balance here is really hard. So working from home can make this even trickier and the boundaries can be very blurred. I have recognized in myself, in order for me to show up as a present mama, a present wife, a present friend, show up for myself, show up present in business, that I need to accept that someone else's distraction or procrastination is not my emergency. This is something, again, I'm actively working at an ongoing struggle for me. And when you're working in a team environment, you know, you're dealing with so many people that work differently than you. But baby steps, right? Now, this is not to say you don't give others grace. 
that you don't give yourself grace and that you accept that curveballs happen and that they happen quite a bit, like real estate, team environment, or whatever your small business is. Like we are navigating waters that are always like changing constantly in small business. And that's just the way entrepreneurship goes. But what I am saying is that you don't have to take on the overwhelm of someone else. It's their responsibility and especially true if you work, again, in a team setting of any kind. I truly believe that by setting boundaries for yourself in business, you are saying yes to respecting both your time and theirs. It allows for last minute curveballs. It creates space for everyone to show up at your team table as they are and feel seen. It allows you to continue to be the best version of yourself. And when we are doing all those things, we are truly operating in alignment and in our most productive self. And that's truly a win all around. Okay, Bus Bench Babes, are you feeling productive yet? My hope is that this episode gave you some great tips on where to get started and help you get some ease and flow into your days. We're never going to do all of this every single day, but this is a great place to start and really carve out that time. So I want to hear from you. How is this going? Where are you at and your productivity hacks? Shoot me a message on Instagram, send me a DM, or hit reply to our weekly emails, and let's start the conversation. Until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the best badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here. 